Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, oh, it's a big day. Wednesday, Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Charles Barkley will join us coming up here in about 20 minutes. I think he's out of the prediction business, but uh, Chuck will join us. The Colts quarterback, Philip Rivers, Fritzy likes Philip Rivers now. He hated him when he played for the Chargers. That's very true. Yeah. Are you going to tell Philip Rivers when you get him on the phone, hey, I hated you for almost 15 I'm years? Probably not going to do that. Okay. Uh, our favorite uh, NBA reporter, Chris Haynes, will join us on the program from the bubble. That'll be in a little bit. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. We all know that offense sells. Sports changed the rules to help scoring in the NFL, did it with passing. Baseball did it with baseballs, and uh, although they deny it. The NBA cut out a lot of the physicality, which has created more spread-out games offenses. The Rockets don't just spread the ball. They almost ignore two-point shots, and they hoist up as many threes as possible. And right now, tied with the Thunder at two games apiece, opening round playoff series. In game four, in a loss, they attempted 58 three-pointers. And they passed up easy two-point chances, kicked it back out. This isn't new for them. When it works, it's unstoppable. And when it doesn't work, it's unstoppable. Because they can't stop chucking up threes. The Warriors won titles with their version of this kind of offense. But the Rockets go to the next level. If they go to the next level, can it lead to a championship? And you've got basketball coming up tonight. It'll be the Thunder and the Rockets, the Blazers, Lakers, Magic, and the Bucks. The Nuggets came back to beat the Jazz. And uh, it's a 3-2 in that series. The Clippers rolled the Mavericks. And they're now leading three games to two. Yesterday, Reggie Miller, in the final hour of the show, said he needed probably about 65 points between Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And I said, well, I feel pretty confident that Kawhi can give you 30. I wasn't sure about Paul George. But last night, Paul George played well. And what was interesting was not during the game and how he played, but what he said after the game. 
The bubble got the best of me. I was just in a dark place. I really wasn't here. I checked out. So these past couple games, it was just it was just difficult. But shout out to people that stood behind me, that was in my corner, uh, the positivity, my teammates, my family, friends, everybody. Um, thank everybody that reached out to me. I was just in a bad place, and uh, I found my way. I'm back, and um, I look forward to the rest of this run. Okay. I said, you know, the last couple of days, is there something wrong with Paul George? Is there something wrong physically with him? And as it turns out, maybe mentally there has been. He was in a dark place, maybe depression there, and came out of it last night. Now, granted, they were kind of hollow numbers, but if I'm Doc Rivers, I'm encouraged by what I saw, that you're taking shots, making shots. You know, they blow out the Mavericks there. The Mavericks without Kristaps Porzingis. And, oh, that's right, we had a bet last night. I almost forgot about that. Yes, McLovin? I'm so psyched. The Jamal Murray bet. No, we won. no, no. We didn't do a Jamal. We didn't do a Jamal Murray bet. Wait, what? No, we did a Luka Doncic bet. Oh, because I said Luka would not score over twenty nine points last night, and all four Danettes said that they would take the over. Well, you said he would score over. He would not for the series. No, again. So uh, I got the the big German and Tyler. They're making. Uh, I think it's Boston cream pies there. Oh. Yeah, so that'll be for the uh, latter part of the show. I don't want you having, you know, pie all over your face for an entire hour there. But uh, you guys lost a bet. It's content, and you'll have to pay up a little later on. Yes, Paul? First of all, there's nothing that puts you in a better mood than this. You came in with springs <laughs> under your feet as yeah. you walked in. Hello, like, Hello, fellas. Hello, boys. Oh, yeah. I know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, I, I did come in, and I go, pie, guys. I mean, hi, guys. Big uh, smile yeah. on your face. And then she asked you to borrow some money today, just flying around yeah. the studio. I, I feel bad about wasting pies, though. Like, I don't mind getting hit, but the waste of the pie. I'm still eating mine. Well, we can set it up where I put you over a table and I, I hit you with it. Now, do you guys, I'm thinking you guys do self-imposed pies. Like, you have to smash your face. Kamikaze style. Yeah, yeah. What if we have to get one of the other Danettes? Like, Ooh. like uh, Paul can get Todd or Todd can get Andrew or... Do you want to do front row, back row? Where that could be fun. Seton, you do to Paulie, and then Paulie, you do it to Seton. You know what's better, Paulie, Fritzy. That's tasty. Mm-hmm. I like it. Todd, you okay with that? Whatever you guys want to do. Okay. Wait, do you want to do it? That's fine. Do you want to blast Paulie in the face with a pie? You know, I'm happy to throw oh my a pie God. at any of the guys. I'm the, you guys are looking for violence and broken noses. No, I'm not looking for violence. No broken noses. Uh, whoever you assign me to okay. is fine with me. You have Paulie okay. Seaton as McLovin. For violence and broken noses. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? It's just a pie to the face. It's just a pie to the face, Todd. What's the reason for delegating specific people to specific people? It's content. You and Paulie have a little whatever you have, and I thought it might be fun if... Paulie's going to let you go first, by the way. That sounds about right. Yeah, he wants to see. He wants to see how you uh, last lick administer the pot. It's, it's good to have last lick. Yes, it last is. Throw. Yes, McLevin. Can we throw them at each other from like five feet away to add like so athletic ability comes into this Ooh. too? Instead of having the right. Well, next to each I got to make sure you get hit because you guys might have some kind of side deal where you go, "Hey, Seton, I'm going to act like I throw." I mean, Paulie can't throw. I could barely hit someone who's physically next to me. Yeah, I mean, Paulie's got one good eye. Can't have that. 
All right, so uh, that's a little bit later on today. We'll have a poll question. we got a play of the day. I'm sure Ethan will come up with a stat of the day as well. There was a moment last night. You know, the game was out of reach with the Clippers and the Mavs. But there was a moment last night where uh, Marcus Morris stepped on Luka Doncic's ankle. This just happened to be the sore ankle, the sprained ankle. Now, it's hard to read into intent, but I'm not going to give Morris the benefit of the doubt. If this had been Paul George, then I would, or Kawhi Leonard, then I would. But I'm not going to in this situation here. Because if you look at Morris, when he approaches Luka, he's not even making a basketball play. Because it's an out-of-bounds, and he immediately, it's almost like he targets Luka Doncic and goes right for the, so of all the ankles he's stepping on, he steps on the bad ankle there. And what was he doing around Doncic in the first place after a basket and taking the ball out-of-bounds? I don't know. Like, the NBA needs to at least say something because you've had the Montrez Harrell moment. Uh, with what he said to Luka Doncic, there was a lot of chatter last night that the Clippers were saying things back to Doncic. Now, look, I don't want this to be, hey, let's tattletale. And all. Luka Doncic, by all accounts, looks like a grown man. He can take care of himself. But the NBA has to worry about this because you can't pick and choose when you're handing out discipline or you choose to look or listen the other way. And I think that I hate saying it, but I felt it last night. If last night's game was a closeout game and the Clippers were acting the way they were on the bench and then this happened, you might have seen something where push came to shove. I think the commissioner's got to at least, you know, send a message here that we're not going to put up with this. Rick Carlisle got tossed from that game last night because he thought that Morris did it on purpose. Uh, Not that he's going to say that he did it on purpose, but... It looked like he did it on purpose. Here is Luca after the game. I don't want to talk to him, you know. Uh, he's just uh, saying a lot of uh, bad stuff to me uh, all the game, you know. And just I don't want to talk to him. And I just got to move on, you know. Like I say, everybody's going to have their own opinion. And, you know, I just hope it wasn't intentional. Cause that's, if that was intentional, that's really bad. Man. Yeah. And the NBA at least has to get the Clippers' attention just to say, guys, you know what? We're not going to put up with this. And you don't want to appear to just be protecting Luka in this situation. But given what has happened already, remember when uh, Luka got clotheslined and then Porzingis got uh, a technical there, you know, where they grabbed him and spun him around? So they've been, and this is the book, you know, you're trying to be physical on him. You want to see what he can take. You know, they did this with Nowitzki when he first came in. They used to make fun of him on the sidelines, his rookie year. Calling him a lot of different things. Stuff like this happens, but in the bubble where we get to hear this, and then we saw this, we saw the actual footage of what Morris was doing to Luka Doncic. In my opinion, it looked like he was trying to target him. And if I'm the NBA, you can't judge intent, but given the kind of temperature of this series, I'd be judging intense right now if I'm Commissioner Silver. Yes, Paulie? If you're the NBA, and this is an obvious question, like the NFL quarterbacks, don't you overprotect the stars, especially with the ratings? You, you can't have a game without Luka Doncic present. And anything to keep those stars on the court, you, you can ding a guy like Morris and no one will miss a beat if he's not in the game. Yeah, and you know, I'll ask Charles Barkley about it because I, I'm not here to overly protect, but I do think that there are moments where 
you're letting the guy who has less talent dictate. And that's the problem I have with the Clippers. Montrez Harrell, you know, he makes a layup and he celebrates like he just won game seven. Um, you know, Morris out there, you got to have these guys. These are valuable guys to win a championship, but you can't let that guy dictate what is going to happen. It's like when you have a goon in hockey and he all of a sudden is going to dictate what happens to the star players. It's just not good for the sport. And I think that that's something that any league should be looking out for, not just the NBA. Yeah, McLevin. But it never goes away. I mean, Draymond is uh, is on it. There's a Draymond on every title team. Marcus Smart. Yeah, but Draymond Green's going to be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. Right, but we'll Montrez Harrell, nobody's going to care about his career. But I still think Draymond's legacy might be he got booted out of that finals for yeah, kicking a guy. I know. Yeah. Being stupid, it cost him a championship. Yeah. But that's the role he plays. He's at least talented. You know, these other guys, you know, Draymond has made all-star teams, right? What do you think of Marcus Smart? Because he's got, he's effective. Like, he plays super hard, but he also seems kind of dirty. But I don't know if he's a cheap shot artist. This is, I'm grabbing, Luca goes to the hoop. This is how this started. And then they grabbed him and spun him around, and then he said something. And that's when Porzingis came in, and then Porzingis ended up getting tossed in a game that had he not gotten tossed, they would have won, in my opinion. But if you're going to play hard basketball, you know, a playoff foul is different than a regular season foul, at least it used to be. But that, to me, you accidentally step on the best player on the floor on his injured ankle? Mm, I don't think I'm going to give you. And it wasn't in a, in a, in a, uh, a scrum. It wasn't going up for a rebound or, hey, uh, I accidentally did it. To me, it felt like it was an opportunity. It just did. Yeah, I'm close. Isn't that sports, though? You go after the injured part. I know it's like, I mean, in football, doesn't well, in this football, happen? Well, I can tackle, like- but I, I can't do that in the NBA where I'm going to go after your ankle by stepping on it where you're not even watching. Right, but the history of the sport, I mean, in football, you would go, if you knew the running back had an injured ankle, you'd step on his foot in the pile every time you could, right? It's a different, but it's yeah. football. Basketball is all, in the 70s and 80s, I felt like it was kind of like that. But if you got caught then that's where you have to answer. And, and in my opinion, you know, the Clippers played great. Played great. That should not be overshadowed. They played great. And maybe they looked at what the Lakers did the other night and went, you know, we better step our game up really quick here because we could be in trouble. And they haven't played great. They're still getting their pieces together. But I'm not going to give Morris or Harold the benefit of the doubt in these situations here because you haven't earned it. And Doncic has said... This has been going on. The officials need to police this because basketball doesn't police itself. Because you don't have somebody on Dallas going, hey, I'm going to step on. Imagine if somebody goes, you know, I'm going to step on Kawhi's ankle. Hey, I'm going to be dirty to Kawhi. You don't want that. We want the best players on the floor. I don't want some marginal player out there dictating what could happen. Imagine if Luca, you know, couldn't play in the next game. So we get cheated because of that, because you allowed this to happen or you didn't step in after the fact to say, we're not putting up with this nonsense anymore. But uh, you got games coming up tonight. You got the Lakers uh, trying to close out the Blazers, Thunder and the Rockets. And that one is really interesting tonight. Magic in the box. The Greek freak is the defensive player of the year. He's also going to be the MVP. I don't know how many times you've had Defensive Player of the Year and MVP in the same season, but 
you're seeing something special with the Greek freak. I know he's not must-see TV. His team's not must-see TV, but he's, he's turning in one of the great seasons. The last couple of seasons. And I always want to see how you improve. He went from averaging six points to 12 to 17 to 20 to 23 to 27 to almost 28 to almost 30. Every single year, his scoring has gone up. Got to be a better free throw shooter, but I'm nitpicking there. But that's pretty impressive with what he's done. By the way, the next great podcast, you have your opportunity, and the contest will close on Monday. Nextgreatpodcast.com. You submit your pitch. All the details are there. We're going to select up to 10 semifinalists and give them $1,000 to produce a pilot episode. And then you're going to have people voting on this around the country. TheNextRatePodcast.com. And then I'm going to go into business with you. And I'm this serious about podcasting. I have a couple other podcasts that are going to be announced today. The Battle for L.A. just came up with that, where uh, it's basically what the influence of the NBA on the West Coast is meant with uh, these two franchises, with the Clippers and the Lakers. Another podcast that I have called Two Guys from Hollywood. And another one is uh, Meeting Tom Cruise. So just some podcasts that we're doing in conjunction with iHeartRadio. So it's not just the next great podcast. We're in this business, and uh, we're in it to win. 17 after the hour, we'll talk to Charles Barkley. We'll do so next year on the Dan Patrick Show. ZipRecruiter is the uh, smartest way to hire. Let me start out by saying that, because ZipRecruiter is going to help you. Help you run your business. They're going to take care of the other things, like how do you hire somebody? A lot of applicants, but it's difficult finding the right one for your job. Finding time to hire while running your business, plus trying to ensure workplace safety. Man, those are hurdles. Those are big hurdles. But ZipRecruiter will uh, get a job post and send it to the top 100 job sites. And then ZipRecruiter has powerful matching technology that will find you the right person with the right experience and invite them to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter Get a quality candidate within the very first day. So add ZipRecruiter to your roster and help you win the hiring game. Go to ZipRecruiter, and you can go there for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And remember, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get that quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This program brought to you by folks at Home Depot. When it comes to flooring options for the pros, no one covers floors better than the Home Depot with everyday low prices, even bigger savings when you purchase by the pallet. The pro's best option when it comes to flooring, the Home Depot, how doers get more done. McLevin, you got a poll question before I get to Charles Barkley? Okay, just one kind of mean question. Would you rather win MVP and uh, not get to the finals or not win MVP and get to the finals or win a championship? This is a Giannis poll, basically Giannis poll. Like, is, is an MVP enough for this year if he doesn't get uh, get all the way to the finals? Or is that going to be disappointing to that win would be MVP? disappointing, yeah. Because he had a disappointing playoff last year where they didn't get to the finals. So, yeah, that'd be disappointing. And one more quick one. Who's the guy whose uh, star has risen the most in the bubble? Jamal Murray, Damian Lillard, uh, Doncic, or Spider Mitchell? 
That's a good one. I, Jamal Murray's getting there. The problem is, is he plays in the afternoon. So you only get to see his highlights, him and Donovan Mitchell. But I would say Damian Lillard, we knew. Donchick, we knew. I'd say Jamal Murray because Mitchell was rookie of the year, wasn't he? And I think Jamal Murray. I keep looking at Jamal Murray and I go, bam, out of bio, Devin Booker. And I go, how did Kentucky only win one national title with all the talent that Tyler Harrow? I mean, good God, they have so much talent that went through there. All right, let me get to uh, Charles Barkley, who, uh, of course, is the star of TNT. Chuck, good morning. How are you? Good morning, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I was worried about you last night. They were picking on you, and I thought if Kenny was a little bit bigger, you might have popped him. No, man. We just have fun. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy right now, working every day, so we're just trying to make sure people watching and enjoying the show. The yeah. basketball's been good. But are you out of the prediction business? Uh, for today, <laughs> I'm going to take some time off. I'm old for three on guarantee. So I'm going to take some time off. Yeah. I'm going to definitely take some time off. Yeah. But you have to have something attached to your guarantee. Like if it doesn't happen, then this has to happen. Well, the good thing about my guarantees, you know, I'm not in one of those states where I can bet on, on the, on the app right now for FanDuel. So, uh, and I'm not near a casino. So they, <laughs> right now, right, right now, they're just words. <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing. Uh, I did love the Blazers prediction just from the fact that you were so strong with it. And then Shaq broke your broom when you said there was going to be a sweep. Uh, that was good TV. Yeah, man. You know, the Blazers looks like they've run out of gas. But yeah. the main thing, the Lakers are making shots. You know, they were the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA all season, but the last three games, they're making shots. I mean, we knew AD and LeBron were going to play great, but now they're making shots. The key is, can they keep doing it? I mean, because even though they're on a hot streak, you know, their their track record says they're the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA all season. Yeah, I don't know if Portland is going to solve everything for the Lakers. To me, it was kind of the perfect team to face because they don't play any defense. But I don't know what's going to happen this next round. I mean, Utah has been surprisingly good considering Conley left the bubble. Bogdanovich had the uh, uh, wrist surgery there. So I don't know who... Who do the Lakers want to face between uh, Denver and Utah? Wait, don't they play the Rockets next? Reggie, Reggie was saying yesterday that that the Lakers facing Utah would uh, be great. Well, well, first of all, Utah, I, I can't remember the brackets right off the top of my head. McLevin, check that for me. Let's see if Chuck well, is right. Yeah, be Lakers-Rockets. Well, Lakers-Rockets, okay. Or yeah. Lakers-OKC, well, well, okay. Yeah, and listen, it, it all depends on uh, Westbrook, but they'd be favored over the Rockets. Listen, that Denver series, if Denver plays in the defense, I picked Denver to win that series. Uh, they played great last night, but um, that's a, still a pick em series in my opinion. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the Rockets – I mean, that philosophy, you live by it and you die by it, you know, do you – I mean, they they pass up twos, Chuck, to take a well, three. It, it, you know what? Listen, they have a style. They're going to go with it. You know, in the third quarter the other night, they made eight straight threes to start, and they went out to a, a good lead. And then down the stretch, they were five for 26. Yeah. They were actually four for 26. They threw one up at the buzzer that went in that didn't count. I mean, it counted. So they were four, really, four for 26. Listen, 
it was great if it works, but I think shooting a basketball is probably the hardest part of basketball. And you're just going to go through streaks where you can't make them. You know, that year they against the Warriors, they missed like 30 in a row. And my kid, my question is, can they, against an elite team, an elite defensive team, can they make four out of seven days? And I just think that's too hard to do. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think they're a great regular season curiosity. But when it gets to the postseason, I just think that system is flawed because their shooters aren't as good as Golden State shooters. And, and Golden State plays defense as well when they were having their title runs. Well, and also, I think you put so much pressure on one guy. James is the best one-on-one player I've probably ever seen. You know, no disrespect to Michael or Kobe, but James Harden, when I said it a few years ago, everybody said I was crazy. Now they know this guy is unstoppable one-on-one. Yeah. But the problem is you always get tired. I mean, I remember when I was living in, I mean, I live in Phoenix. I thought Steve Nash wore down every year. I, I, I believe that. I just think it's too hard to do that uh, for two straight months. And the same with Iverson. You know, the, these guys who have to carry that every single night, people don't realize, A, the pressure and just the energy that you, you know, you exert trying to do that every single night. Well, and, and, you know, Dan, one thing that I've said is you have to do it every single night. You think about it. LeBron had a bad game, and they still beat Portland. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Jamal Murray's had some bad – like, uh, James Hart is the only player in the NBA who has to play great for his team to win every night because he has the ball 100% of the time. He has to play great every single night. There's no other player in the NBA who has to play great for their team to win. I'd argue Luca has to play great for that team to win. Well, he, but I'm saying he can get, uh, you know, the, the other day when he scored the 40 points, that was fantastic. But if he got 25 points, they could still win. James has to get, in my, just in my opinion, James has to get, a minimum of 30 a night for that team because he like he's the guy especially with no russ yeah i i I understand what you're saying and speaking of uh luca last night you know the clippers blow him out but you know there's that moment where morris steps on luca's bad ankle now if you're the nba do you read anything it's hard to read intent into something charles but given the physicality and what's happened with the clippers to Luca and what they've said and done, do you say or do anything to the Clippers if you're the commissioner? You know, the plays did not look good, uh, in my opinion, because if you look at the play, the ball's all the play's already dead. The ball's in the basket. There's no reason for him to be going toward that basket. You would actually be getting back on defense. I don't want to get on your show and accuse somebody of playing dirty, but I will say this. There was no reason for him to be going toward Luca in that situation. I mean, the ball's in the basket. And you normally would be getting back on defense. It's not a good look. I mean, uh, Adam's going to have to take a look at that. But it doesn't look good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Once again, it's hard to read intent in there. But I agree with you. I said that about 15 minutes ago. Morris is not making a basketball move. There's no reason for him to be going towards Luca. Because it's an inbounds 
pass there, and then he steps on the back of his ankle there. So yeah, I mean, Dan, it, it, listen, I don't ever want to get on TV and accuse somebody of doing something dirty, but I'm saying, listen, the evidence does not look good. There's no reason. I mean, the ball's in the back, and I've looked at it a hundred times. I'm exaggerating, obviously. I'm like, okay, the ball's in the basket. Uh, he's not even close to the lane when the ball goes in the basket. Yeah. And then he runs in the lane and steps on the guy's ankle. It's not a very good look. What do you think of the Clippers right now? Last night changed anything? Well, I think they saw the Lakers play uh, with great energy and effort, and they're like, you know what? We can't beat that team the way we're playing. Listen, I think that 100% of people in the world going into the season thought it was going to come down to the Lakers and Clippers. I think it's fair to say it's pretty much still going to come down to the Lakers and Clippers in the West. You know, uh, Denver's really inconsistent and bad defensively. I think Utah, the loss of Bogdanovich, is a really big deal. You know, I, I, I thought of Bogdanovich played, that was a pick em series. Uh, so I don't think uh, anything changed my mind. It's going to be the Lakers and the Clippers uh, in the Western Conference Finals, in my opinion. Charles Barkley, the Hall of Famer, TNT's inside the NBA, joining us on the program. Greek Freak is Defensive Player of the Year. Now he's going to be the MVP. It's, can you be the best player in the sport but not be the face of a sport? Well, listen, what he's accomplished at this age uh, is incredible. And I, I tell you what, Dan, he's such a great kid. His humility. You know, I think about last year when we had him on the award show and he won the MVP, he was crying. I mean, even last night when we gave him the Defensive Player of the Year, he was emotional. He's a great kid. I, you know, I heard you guys talking about earlier one of your poll questions. I mean, he's only 26. Yeah, you know Michael Jordan didn't win his first championship and he, until he was 28. Uh, I think the same thing with LeBron. You know, it, it, I get frustrated when these guys in the media—not you, but the guys in the media—time it. Well, if he don't win the championship this year, he's got to leave Milwaukee. I'm like, nobody said that to Michael Jordan when he would. Uh, you know, like I, I love the way these guys like. Oh, he hasn't won it. He's got to leave Milwaukee to win the championship. I hope he wins the championship. It'd be great for the NBA. I hope he stays in Milwaukee. I'd hate to see him join a super team because, you know, that dilutes the NBA. Uh, but what he's accomplished so far is incredible. And I would love for him to be the face of the NBA because he's such a great kid and a hell of a player. Whose reputation has gone up the most in the bubble? Damian? Donchick, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell? Well, that's a really difficult question and a great question. You know, listen, I I think that Dame was awesome. You know, that team, man, they got a lot of talent. I hate that they ran out of gas. I wish they could be together for the entire season because they would have been a one or two seed. Uh, but what Donovan has done so far and what Luca's done, man, I don't, I don't, I, listen, the NBA has got some young, some great players. They're really close to being superstars. I mean, man, I feel really good about where we're going in the future, but I don't think you can say, 
I'll take any one of those guys <laughs> you mentioned, man, to be honest with you. I mean, they've been great in the bubble. And listen, I want to give Adam Silva a shout-out. Let me tell you something, man. I, I have been on the record. I thought there was no way this thing would work. I thought there was no way this thing would work. Same thing with my boys in hockey. Shout-out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hell of a game last night. My boy John Cooper, the coach. I was watching the whole game. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I thought there was no way this thing could work without a bunch of positive tests. But shout-out to Gary Bettman and Adam Silver and also to the players for, for, for staying really – I mean, we had a couple of hiccups, but I cannot believe we made it this far with no positive tests. Now, that's going to change the next round when we start bringing in families and things like that. But we've already been farther than I ever thought we would get. And also, Paul George said he was in a dark place. He was battling depression in the bubble there. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure what that was about. I, I, I have already talked to a couple of players and they were complaining about the food and things like that. I'm not sure when you're, listen, the people who are living in the pandemic, who've lost their jobs, you know, we got a hurricane uh, battling down on uh, Houston, the two hurricanes. Uh, you know, so I don't think guys making millions of dollars should be worried just because they're stuck in a place where they can go fishing and play golf and play basketball and make millions of dollars. That's not a dark place. Uh, the thing that just happened in Wisconsin, uh, the, th the thing that's happening with this pandemic, all these people losing their job, those people are in a dark place. We are the luckiest people in the world to dribble a stupid basketball and make millions of dollars. We're never in a dark place. I, I, I just think we need to be careful what we complain about. I mean, those people who are getting ready to get hit with those two hurricanes in the middle of a pandemic, that's awful, man. My thoughts are to those people. You brought up uh, what happened in Wisconsin with uh, Jacob Blake. And there was talk yesterday that some of these players were looking at maybe sitting out. You know, the, the Raptors, a couple of Fred Van Vliet. Uh, that maybe they would sit out a game in protest of what happened when uh, he was shot seven times. This might come down to, does LeBron, like, LeBron, I don't know how much pressure is on LeBron to do something, because when LeBron does it, then everybody else does it. But do you think that, that there's a potential of these players maybe sitting out a game as a show of protest with what happened? Yeah, I'm not sure what that would do, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I think they got an amazing platform. I thought, like, last night, Doc Rivers, I thought, stole the show. I thought he was amazing. Just the emotion. You know, Dan, I, like I say, I, I'm never going to tell anybody they're right or wrong the way they want to protest, but I'm not sure how sitting out a game, uh, boycotting a game, would have an effect on the situation. You know, we need uh, police reform. We need prison reform. Those are two things we really need. You know, I talked about it last night on the show. I said, you know, I'm disappointed that because bad cops are making it unsafe for the good cops. That's what the, well, that's what, what I, I said last night. If all the good cops, the most of the cops are great. I don't care what anybody says. I think most of the cops are great. But they're making it unsafe for the good cops, the bad cops. And I'm disappointed in the police union uh, I think the police need to get together and get rid of their union, to be honest with you, because they're making it unsafe for the good cops. Uh, we need cops. If it wasn't for the cops, I mean, everybody calls the cops when things are bad. But we have some cops who shouldn't be cops. Uh, my, my bodyguard is a cop. 
for 30 years. His wife was a cop for 30 years. Shout out to James Haywood. And he talked, we talk about it all the time. I always get his opinion on, on these shootings. Uh, and he always said, hey, he'll tell me when the cops are right. He'll tell me when the cops are wrong. And uh, so this clearly was a, you know, the shooter guy in the back with kids in the car. Uh, you know, I know there was an altercation beforehand, which I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what's going on with the media. They did not show us the altercation in advance. There was an altercation in advance uh, before he went to his car. They have to show us that. But that being said, I think there's a find. Got to find a way to de-escalate the situation without shooting the guy in the back seven times with his kids in the car. Yeah. And unarmed. And unarmed. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think you have to really be careful there, Dan. Like I say, I know he was unarmed, but, you know, if you get in a fight with somebody and they go to their car, that's yep. a really scary situation. But yep. there's got to be a better way than shooting the guy seven times in the back with his kids in the car. Good to visit with you. Uh, you got – Thunder Rockets, Magic Bucks, Blake uh, Blazers, Lakers. You excited? You know, Dan, this is turning into like a real job. We work every day. <laughs> it's like this the NCAA like, tournament. Yeah, but that's only a, a couple days. <laughs> you know, working. You know, Dan, I'm 57. I've never worked every day in my life. This is not. This is no joke. I, hey, I'm starting to like you. And the nerds a lot more now. It's like, man, how do y'all get up and go to work every day? This is no joke. I don't know how people don't get up every day and go to work. Well, they call professional players. They're called jocks. We don't go to work every day. Are you playing golf today? No, man. The weather has been awful in Atlanta. You know, we're in a bubble in Atlanta. It has rained every day for, you know, we get in the remnants of those two hurricanes. So it has rained every day for a week, and it's going to rain every day for another week because, like I say, we're not in the path of the hurricane, but we're getting the, the side effects. Have you had Shaq out playing golf? No, 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 no. Shaq is – he's too busy smoking hookah to play golf. <laughs> Wait, uh, do you have a video of Shaq smoking his hookah? Shaq does hookah every <laughs> single day, Dan. He loves hookah. You know, I've been, I've been a couple times because I'm not a big hookah guy, but he loves his hookah, man. He loves it. What kind of feeling does it give you? You know, uh, it, it didn't do anything for me. I, I don't know how it affects other people. It didn't do anything for me. It's kind of like when I smoke pot. I smoke pot like five times in my life, and all it made me want to do is eat potato <laughs> chips. Like I got a couple homeboys who love pot who smoke it all the time. I've tried about five times in my life. And like I say, all it makes me want to do is eat potato chips. <laughs> you don't need pot to do that. No, no, but I'm saying, like, I love potato chips, obviously, like most people do. But, you know, I tried to be like one of my boys, like, yo, man, try this, try this. And I tried it, and I'm like, it didn't make me feel no type of way. I'm like, yo, man, it just makes me hungry. It's kind of like yoga. Like yoga, I've done yoga before. And they're like, well, don't it take you to a different place? I'm like, no, it don't do anything for me. I feel like I'm stretching. No, it, uh, it doesn't free my mind or anything. It just makes me feel like I'm stretching. Good to visit with you. And, uh, All right, man. Thanks, thanks for, for having us. me, man.
Thank you for having me. All right, buddy. That's Charles Barkley. We'll take a break. Play of the day is up next here. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-Rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Oh my God. The play. The play is the play of the day. Check this out. And the pitch to Gonzalez. Line shot into right coming in. His angle, he's got the ball. And this one's over. And Lucas Giolito has thrown a no-hitter here at Guaranteed Rate Field. August 25th of 2020, Lucas Giolito no-hits the Pirates. Well, they pipe in the crowd noise. WGN AM 720 with the call. Lucas Giolito throws the first no-hitter of the 2020 season. Struck out 13. He walked one, and they beat the Pirates 4-0, the White Sox. They won eight of their last nine. They're one and a half games back of the Twins at the top of the AL Central. I believe the Nationals traded Giolito to the White Sox in 2016 for Adam Eaton. I like the White Sox talent. I don't know if anybody, even in Chicago, cares about the White Sox talent. Southside, I guess they do, but... uh, it feels like they got a, li- a little bit of a base there of uh, maybe being an interesting team there. Play of the Day is brought to you by Home Depot. When it comes to flooring options for the pros, no one covers floors better than the Home Depot. With everyday low prices, even bigger savings when you purchase by the pallet, the pros' best option when it comes to flooring. The Home Depot, where doers get more done. I mentioned the number of players who went to Kentucky. You know, I'm watching Devin Booker go off and Jamal Murray. Bam Adebayo, Eric Bledsoe. You start to run down Anthony Davis, and then you go, Kentucky won one title with all of that talent that went through there. It's like the Atlanta Braves. You know, the Braves won one World Series title, and they won all of those divisions. They had like 14 playoff appearances, and they won one title and had one of the great rotations in the history of baseball. But you start to run down, like I didn't even mention De'Aaron Fox, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, uh, Enos Cantor, Kevin Knox, Malik Monk. Who else is on this? Good God. Nerlens Noel, Patrick Peterson, Julius Randle, Rajon Rondo, Carl Anthony Towns, John Wall, P.J. Washington. That's probably 25 players from Kentucky who are in the NBA right now. Man. Yeah, boy. And you know that John Calipari, when he's recruiting those kids, puts that list front and center on the, the desk. Here, here's the what my guys have made. Here's what he always talks about it. His former players have made a billion bucks. But do you brag about it? Because I would then go, how many championships did you win? I know you're only there one year, and Coach Cal is up front. He's transparent with that. But, like, accidentally, you'd think you'd win another title with that group. And didn't they win a title and Anthony Davis in the title game? Did he not score in the title game? I think he had, like, a couple foul shots or something. He got on the board but barely scored. Yeah. But, man, that's a lot of talent going through there. It's kind of like when I watch an NFL game and I'll go, oh, that guy went to LSU, and that guy went to LSU, and that guy went to LSU. 
Like you just go, they're just, some of these schools have so much talent. Yes, McClellan. Well, it's not as bad as like a North Carolina football that has no. like eight first round picks and they're not good at all. Yes. There are times when you go, oh, I went to North Carolina. Oh, he went to North Carolina. How is North Carolina not any good? LSU, you expect them to be good. Coming up next hour, Philip Rivers will join us on the program. The uh, Colts quarterback. Would you rather have the career of Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning? I'll hang up and listen. Hmm. Philip Rivers, no titles. Roethlisberger, a couple of titles. Eli, a couple of titles. I'm going to go Roethlisberger because Roethlisberger, I think, has been great during the regular season, and he's also got a couple of Super Bowls. Eli was just sort of present during the regular season, and then he had a couple of magical postseasons. But Phillip hasn't, hasn't done anything in the postseason. They're all three going to be Hall of Famers, but Ben would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know if Eli is. God, I don't want to go down that path. Where is is, is Eli elite? Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Like, oh, I can't do that to you. All right, did we settle on the poll question, McLevin? Are we good? We have a very intriguing option that I will tell you after the break. Look at you teasing. All right, one hour in the books, two more to go. Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLevin, yours truly. This is the Dan Patrick Show. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.